Hey, 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 what's up, Great Skin? This is your anchor, Q Kwani. So we are here today with a new episode, and this episode is titled, Will You Pass the Test? Listen, that is pretty much what life is all about. I like to think of life as a open book test. What is our textbooks? <laughs> the Bible. And sometimes what <clears throat> the enemy tried to trick us on is like making you feel anxious about a test that you have to go through in life. <laughs> and he makes you so anxious that you forget that it's an open book test. He honestly just makes you forget that you have the word of God on your side. And sometimes even I have gotten to situations and faced different tests that the Lord was um, with me on through it all. But it's just that I let my um, I let myself get lost in my emotions. I let myself get lost in the actual test itself without refocusing my thoughts and my mind on God. So I pray that um, this episode helps someone and um, also speaks to my soul too about like, how we conduct ourselves when we're in a test. So um, basically, let's start with this. Um, one thing that I do know is that God already knows the outcome, period. He already knows the outcome of the test. He already knows the outcome of you going through this test. That's why he's testing us. Um, my sister, uh, my pastor, she always tells us the enemy comes to tempt you, but God comes to test you. And a lot of times that's how you can tell the difference on if it's a tempting of the enemy, which would be something like lustful or something that is not of God. But when it's developing your character for us, like being more humble, being more trustworthy in God, being more faithful, being, um, more prayerful. If this test is bringing you to your knees to pray every day, it's probably a test from God. If it's something that is ha having you, uh, continue to bite your tongue and not lash out on people or show them what you really want to show them is probably a test from God because what he's doing is testing your characteristics he's testing your heart posture he's testing do you really believe me in this if it's a test on your finances and you know that you um you give your tithes and you give to people and you're always giving. That is a test from God. He's saying, yes, I seen that you gave me your, your 10%. I seen that you helped other people, but do you trust me with your finances? Do you really trust that I will have your back? So sometimes it is a test and it's not attempting from the enemy. We love to give the enemy credit about all, like everything. I hate that about Christians. <laughs> we give the enemy too much credit. But anyway, so yes, he always knows the outcome and the area that he is testing you in. The question is, will you pass the test? So I went to Job 23 and 10. It says, but he knows the way that I take when he has tested me, I will come forth as gold. I want this message to be, I mean, this passage, this scripture, Job 23 and 10, to be a staple in your life. Because when you are faced with a test, I want you to let the enemy know that God is on your side and he already knows 
the way that I take. He already knew that I was going to face this test, which means if he is with me, I will come out forth of this test forward out of this test as gold. Speak that over yourself. I will come out of this as pure gold, period, poo. So let the enemy know that God has already put a word forth and he's with me during this test. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. Psalms 26 and two says, test me, O Lord, and try me. Examine my heart and my mind. Examine my heart and my mind. Those are the two things that are attacked when you are going through a test. Your heart and your mind. How do, how do we renew those things when we are going through a test? We read the word of God. We pray. We fast. We, ice, we, we get into consecration. We get into a place with God where we can, we can hear him. Where we can hear him. I um actually I was looking at a quote earlier and the quote was saying that sometimes God will silence the people who are around you, who are the closest to you, just so you can seek him for yourself. Sometimes you will look for your pastor to tell you something. Sometimes you will look for your best friend to tell you something. Sometimes you will look for your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your husband or your wife to tell you something and no one's speaking what you want to hear. It's because you ain't getting to your word. You ain't searched for the answers yourself. You haven't seek God for yourself. And sometimes he will mute. He will put you in a season of silence in order for you to hear the only voice that matters, which is his, which is his. So don't you dare take your eyes off of God and put them on your situation because that is what the enemy wants. He wants you to take your eyes off of God and put them on the situation because if he can take our faith and he can take, he can, that means he can take your blessing. If he can take you off of the not knowing, but trusting anyway, if he can take you from that, he has accomplished his job. What is the enemy job? I always tell y'all this is to still kill and destroy. So if he can steal your joy, if he can steal your peace, if he can steal your hope and your faith, he has done his job. So don't allow your emotions to keep you further away from the truth of God. Let his truth, let God's truth actually draw you in deeper, draw you in closer. Commit your ways to the Lord. Psalms 37 says, commit your ways to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make you righteous. He will reward and shine like the dawn. Your vindication. Hello, he will fight for you. Let he will, he will, he will let that be known to you. He will fight for you. Your vindication, like the noonday sun, he is shining upon you. He it says, be still before the Lord and wait. Patiently for him. That's what I, but look, listen, that's me right now. I ain't even, listen, I'm telling you right now, God has been dealing with me on being patient for him. Says, do not fret when people succeed in their ways. 
Some people are going to succeed in their wicked ways. Some people are going to see in ways where you do not understand how did they did this? How did they do that? That ain't for you to find out because it's, it's already in the Bible. It's going to happen. When they carry out their wicked schemes, though, you God has given us command. Refrain from anger. Hello. He's telling us when they succeed in their wicked ways, refrain from anger. That's the test. That is the test. You have to not let what other people do come and, and mess you up because you're taking your eyes off of God. He said, refrain from anger and turn from the wrath. Do not fret. Because what it does is eat. It leads you only to evil yourself. You will find yourself being upset. You will find yourself wanting to, to sabotage what they got going. You will find yourself wanting to pray against what. No, 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 no. That's what the enemy wants you to do. For those who are evil will be destroyed. He's already giving you the outline and don't you worry about what other people are doing or what they are doing to you because evilness and wickedness will not last in the kingdom of God. He will destroy it. He will fight for you. And the, and the reason why he's saying this also in the same passage as patiently waiting on him is because it may not happen when you want it to happen. But those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Will you pass the test? Will you hush your mouth? Will you go to the father, your redeemer, your vindicator, your, your, your banner of victory? Will you go to him? He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. God is not sleeping on you. You know how y'all say, don't sleep on me. God is never, he's never sleeping on you. He's always working. Even when you don't feel him, he's working. Psalms 20, Psalms 121 and three says that he will not, he will not slumber. He will not, God is always watching over you. That is another staple that you need to have in your bosom. That is another staple that you need to have in your belly of rivers of water. This is a living water word to let you, to let you, and to remind you that God would never sleep on you. He's never sleeping. He sees your, he honors your tears. He honors, he honors your tears. He honors you. When, when I, when I tell you that God is a keeper of your mind and your soul, your soul is your emotions. Your soul is your well-being. Your soul is who you are, your characteristics. God cares about those things. He cares about when you, people hurt you. He cares about when you cry. That's why the, the Bible tells us when we cry, he will put us on a new garment of praise. That's why when the Bible tells us that he will bottle up our tears and we will reap in joy because he knows that it's going to be some days where you're going to cry. But I, I, I even told um, in a message that I preached at church that crying is a prophetic sign that joy is coming. You got to understand that your crying is a sign that joy is soon to come. Trials that come, trust and believe there is joy that is soon to come. Any, anytime something is happening to you back to back to back to back to back. Oh, just get ready. I want you to gird yourself up and know, oh, it must, oh God is so near. He's so near. And, it, and that's how I know that he's near because the enemy want me to think that he's far away. Because that's why he's, that's why things get thrown to you. It's testing. And do you know that by things coming at you, God is saying, do you hear me? Do you see me? I'm with you. I never leave or forsake you. 
So the enemy wants you to think that because things are getting thrown at you from back to back to back to back that God is not near. No, 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 no. That's when he, that's his specialty. That's when he does his work. That's when he does his best work. So instead of sitting in worry and doubt, I once heard um, by uh, prophetess Tiffany Montgomery, she says that worrying is worshiping the devil. When you sit in worry, you're worshiping the devil. You're, you're letting him play with your mind. But it's time for us to gird ourselves up and get into the word of God and cast our cares upon the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never, he will never, when I say never, ever, 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 he will never let the righteous be shaken. That's Psalms 55 and 22. He loves you so much that he will be the keeper of your mind and your soul. He loves everything about you. Everything about you. He is the protector of your thoughts. That's why he says, I need you to bring them to me. I need you to cast all of that burden upon me because I am the keeper of your thoughts and your mind. He will take, take plenty of care of you. There's no need to worry. If God dresses the lilies in the valley, he will definitely clothe you. If he feeds the the, uh, the ravens in the air, he will definitely feed you. Your job is to trust God. His job is to take care of you. I repeat, your job is to trust God and his job is to take care of you. God gives us a promise in the book of Isaiah. He says, I took you from the ends of the earth, from the for this corner, I called you and I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and I have not rejected you. God has not rejected you. I know sometimes you feel alone, but he has not rejected you. He said, do not fear for I am with you. Do not fear God is with you. He said, do not be dismayed for I am your God. When he says that to me, it makes me feel so good. He said, I am your God. That's personal. Your God. He is your God. He said, I will strengthen you and I will help you. This is a promise from the Lord. Remind him, provoke him to work on your favor. You are my Lord. You are my God. You said that you will strengthen me. You said that you will help me. You said you will uphold me. He said, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Isaiah 41 has promises from the Lord. Getting to your word. Do not allow the enemy to play with your mind. You are in a test and I need you to pass it with flying colors. Pass the test. Us as Christians cannot escape hard hardships. We can't escape people being the way they are with us. We can't escape any of those things, but you have to stay encouraged. You have to really keep your mind on God. Do not take your mind off of him in the midst of your situation because what I do know that it will 
turn around for your good. And what I do know that this too shall pass. And what I do know that what I experienced in my life, I have been down to my last dime. I have been down to my last hope. I have been down to even my last faith, but God was still with me and he turned things around. I'm talking about at 1159 at 12 a.m. God showed up for me. So if he can do it for me, I know for a fact that he will do it for me again and again and again. And the enemy wants you to think that he won't. But you, I, I speak to the one that is listening to this podcast episode and to let you know that God is with you. He is with you and you will soon see that there will be a new season and a a brighter day that is coming towards you. Keep living, keep fighting, keep going forward, keep speaking the word, keep believing him, keep encouraging yourself because sometimes you can't depend on people to encourage you. Sometimes God will put you in a position where you feel alone because he wants you to know that he is all that you need. He is all that you need. And so he will carry you. He said, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. So don't be afraid. He said, do not fear because he is with you. He is with you and you will. I decree and I declare that you will pass this test and it will prepare you. For the next test to come. Because that's life. Everyone goes through tests. Even me. I have to abide by the word of God just like everybody else. I am not exempt from anything like everybody else. We all have to go through. But you have to stay encouraged. Pass the test. You got this. I will talk to you guys again next Sunday. I hope you have a wonderful week and trust and believe. Keep the word of God in your heart and say to yourself this week, I am going to pass this test. Bye.